Warning. This program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned into Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. Because even sure. men are doing it, and they're not—they're just not talking about it as 100%, much. Yeah. So let's just go. Let's dive into let's go it. There. Okay. So if you don't know, the topic this week is plastic surgery, and Tamara had plastic surgery, um, and you had just your breasts done, right? right? That's the only thing you've had mm-hmm. done, and you had them done how long ago? Uh, six. Well, now it almost is seven years ago, but when I got him removed, it was oh well. There's the oh, kicker. Okay. Yeah, you uh, six removed. six years. I had him for six years. Six years. Okay. So when you first got them, because I feel like one thing that a lot of people will say is, you get them for the wrong reasons. You get them for men. Da 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 da. But at the same time, I do think there are women who, when they get them, in a sense, they that's what they've been taught is sexy. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily getting them for men, it's getting them because... I don't believe that it is for that, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's what I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you is, what do you believe that you got them for? Okay, it's so funny. I literally got asked that this morning and I had to unpack it as I'm saying it. It's like, sometimes we don't even know what our truth is. Like, we've been conditioned with these messages about what is femininity what is um sexy what is desirable what's beautiful you know like there's so many messages there's so much advertising there's billions of dollars trillions of dollars put into um these messages over the years for consumerism to to make unfortunately women and girls feel like they need to change and alter themselves to buy into that concept right and and it's reiterated through um advertising marketing um and thus into social media. And mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie, as much as I was in an empowered state when I got them, I was under the impression, and at the time I was in bodybuilding, and you know that that's like a pervasive messaging is like to get symmetry in your body, yeah. you need lean and these like giganto just mountains on yeah, your chest. Of They're like if you wanna win yep. and I'm a I come from a competitive athletic background, so I'm like, of course I wanna win. I wanna make it to the top. Yep. Well then you're gonna need these big old tits and it's like all right, I've worked my ass off. I got the money. I had insecurities. It's like it just played into that. Yeah. And I it had nothing to do with wanting to be sexier per se or for men it was like I thought I was one-upping my competition I thought I would finally become the so-called total package that I wanted to be Mm -hmm. where I really was putting up these walls so that no one could hurt me again because remember like I come from a sexual trauma past and I think like when we really start to and I don't know if anyone's truly done these studies yet and I'd be really interested in seeing what the numbers are to like the amount of women that change and alter their bodies through plastic surgery, like permanent changes, you know, things like that, um, to being affected by whether it's like molestation or rape or whatever mm-hmm. the causes, the, the actual things are. It's somebody like altering your state of how you view yourself at a young age. It leads into very deep-seated scars of insecurity that you feel like you are only worthy based upon what you can give to people physically or be 
admired or seen as desirable and what you can offer them in your physicality and mm -hmm. that's so unfortunate for women and it's so unfortunate to feel like you are only your body you know and you're only yeah. what you can show or give and it just it fed right into that insecurity and then you know like I used it as a way to be like it makes sense that I'll get them and it won't be because people think I'm insecure it's because I'm really trying to do big things in this industry yeah. and, and I had great intentions you know like I set out to do this social media thing and and the bodybuilding thing into like showing women that we can be things other than the normal sexuality so I thought like building muscle and creating this because like, you were doing a different right so variation thought, of it in my mind I'm like it's strong it's like um, there's a lot mm -hmm. of people who don't like strong women like that. Yeah. So I'm going against the grain in that way. But in the opening up of my soul of taking them out, the realization of like, oh, shit. Like, I was just a product of that whole messaging. I was a victim, too, of mm -hmm. that, you know? And it's been a hard realization because, <clears throat> to be honest, it I feel some sort of guilt and responsibility of talking to these young women about like I wanted to empower them but I also felt like I pushed a message of like needing to be this, this ideal yeah and like what is ideal and what that. is sexy and like what is it for because in my best peak shape and physical abilities and this this persona I had built I didn't feel my most womanly I didn't feel my most mm -hmm. sexy like those come from an intrinsic place that I'm still unearthing and and I feel more and more in line with it the more and more spiritual mental emotional work I do understanding the traumas of my past you know and I think those allow yeah. me to really go like what makes me a sexual being because that's when you're most in tune with like your womanhood and, and our divinity and our power here as like as a woman and as a spiritual being you know like mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily come from having like voluptuous tits and a big old ass because that no. wasn't even in 40 years ago no, and like changed. they felt very feminine it and it's a trend Everything all of it's trends and fads absolutely yeah. so so before we get into that because that's a whole nother thing when you <laughs> sips wine <laughs> let's go back to after you got them done did you feel great like what was the feeling like because for me right I've always actually wanted fake tits but I never got them because why did I not get them um I guess it would have been more money really nobody ever like just said hey I'll buy you some tits uh, <laughs> you were about to invest in yeah I'm like yourself. uh ten thousand dollars you could suck my dick like I wish I would have said that yeah because I felt like if, if somebody was has a problem with my tits like because I mean I was like well I'm small but like I don't know. Do you feel like you were born with that sense of confidence, though? Because I had zero of that no, in my head. No, because my, I was not told that small... I was made fun of by my right. family. But were you... Did you have any kind of messages, or, or did you have ways to tell yourself that, like, who you are is beautiful as you were, and, like, that you were enough, and... You know, it's weird because I do have this, like, a lot... I do have, I guess, a confidence, but... I've never realized that it was a confidence mm -hmm. because I have a lot of insecurities. Right. So for me, I've always hated the fact that I'm tiny up top and big on the bottom. I feel like I'm two different people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like I'm a 
heavy girl and on the bottom. And don't you feel like that's in right now? Well, yeah, it's in now, but right. back, in day, no, back in the day, nobody liked no, that no, shit. They, they were like, you're a white girl, and what the fuck, you're fat. And I'm just like, ah, and you got yeah. no tits, yeah. and like, you know. Isn't it crazy how things change like that? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Like, I'm a fucking fat. <laughs> but it's like, but, um, but my thing is that I definitely felt that... Britney Spears, like, those people I idolized, you know, and to me, um, it's hard because I'd rather, I wish people would talk more about it, like, there's no way that, like, out of all the Kardashians, one of them hasn't had an issue with surgery, right? right. And besides their fillers that blowing up because we can see it, but, like, what about their real issues? Because everybody had, this is a big thing, and I think we're promoting, like you said, we're promoting something which is, yeah, I would love to look perfect, that's how I think Whatever about it. Whatever that is, because everyone has their own idea. Right, in my mind of how great Their version of, of the perfection of themselves. Of yeah. Perfect, right? But then, the other day, actually, I was watching your story. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And I had been talking about, to somebody, like, oh, actually, I think it was Sarah, because we were watching TV, and Sarah was like, I like this girl because she looks more natural, and then I liked, um... Uh, the other girl who was uh, Shay Mitchell, and mm-hmm. she's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was, and she's like, she's just more uh, looks Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, but she's right compared to the other girl. She did, and I was like, but I just think that's. I just wish I could look like that. We all have that little that gremlin voice. Yeah. In there that's like, like, but it would be so I know, much like, better. Can if I get I the extensions? Can I get the fake lashes? Can I get the cheekbones? Can I get I mean they I don't even know if she's got surgery, but regardless, makeup, whatever the fuck. But it's that messaging for us that we just think if I just had that that yeah. little edge, that little this. But if we dig down to the core of that, like what is that messaging telling us? Like, if I just had that, then what? I'd had have a leg up in, in doing what? In what? Sucking dick? I'm already you know, really good like, at it.